0: hey thanks for listening to not the worst podcast in this episode we talk about how the military is creating twitch channels to use as a recruiting tool and why that's not as big a deal as you might think we also go over the games presented at ubisoft forward and talk about twitter's latest and greatest hack come join us Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Not The Worst Podcast. I am JD, and I am joined by Anthony, and this is episode... 18. 18. Episode 18. And we've got lots of stuff to talk about. In fact, a little light on gaming news, but that's just because we've had some sudden developments today that are worth talking about. So, uh, we are going to get into that. But first, say hi, Anthony. Hi, everybody. And for my intro... You can
1: save 30% off on G Fuel by using oh. code Regiment.
0: <laughs> oh. oh, my brain. Apparently, G Fuel is getting really popular in the gaming yeah. community. So, Yeah, it is. It is. For for basically the same reason Dude. that people are mad at the army for having an eSports team. I'm just going to put it out there. Just put Isn't it out really? there. It's basically what? the same thing. They're just taking Thank advantage of the with... Twitch platform to appeal. Anyway all right never end. mind never mind
1: the wait, wait, wait in not to use a spoiler You're i know right yeah we're, we're, we're already
0: jumping into already jumping into it okay we're not doing that one first we're doing a different one first no. so oh no we are <laughs> doing that one first never mind yeah okay good doing that one. so it's a perfect segue g fuel is a perfect segue uh why don't you oh, go I'm ahead and? Do uh, i don't really have anything for the intro go ahead and kick us okay. off talk about that
1: all right, so this one, um, JD and I really don't actually care about this one a whole lot. Yeah, not really. Um, it's just, I I mainly wanted to rag on it a little bit because I can't, there's criticisms to be thrown at both sides of this issue and I find it kind of funny and there's a lot of hypocrisy and irony involved with it all. Um, and some of you may or may not have been told about this, but before I do that, let me give like a disclaimer again for those who are new to the the podcast i'm active duty mind killer or jd is um a veteran now you're not going to think we're going to give you a biased opinion on this because we both have our criticisms of the military and jd specifically is very glad to be done with the military so he will he will not be light on the criticism i i promise you and i (laughs) definitely have criticism for the military for doing this as well um so you don't have to worry about us coming to White Knight for the military in any way, shape, or form for this. But it, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I maybe want to talk about this more for the humor thing. Uh, hopefully I don't fall flat with it. But the military has re- ter- or has turned to esports for recruiting. And a lot of the criticism come from the fact that they're really a- relying on Twitch to do so. And they feel this is a target to, as one particular article writer said, to 13-year-olds. Um Uh, which i kind of find ironic because twitch actually discourages 13 year olds and we all know underage kids are all over
0: i mean i mean you know that kid that was here last week that was interfering with our podcast he's only like nine years old and he knows what twitch is like yeah it 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 skews to a younger audience it it
1: does it uh, but twitch obviously protects itself with his terms of service saying that it's not available to under under the age of 13 and 13 to the legal age in your state as they put it in their TOS. I read it today because I wanted to double check before I ragged on those too much. Um, from the age between 13 and the legal age in their state, they specifically said the legal age of your local residents <laughs> they're, they're very careful um, is not is supposed to only be on the Twitch platform with parental guidance and supervision, which we all know that doesn't happen at all and but anyway
0: they yeah. were they were criticized. that's that's like when you went to a porn site as a kid and they were like oh what's yeah. your age and you're like oh, i was born in 1960 oh okay here's all the porn you want
1: <laughs> by the way don't be here if you're underage Bye. yeah
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, it's more to protect Twitch. Obviously, uh, I'm sure in some cases, depending on what's going on, they will strictly enforce that, especially if something way out of line is taking place. But that, I, I think that's one of those things that they're not in a hurry to enforce. They just have it to legally protect them from whatever may or may not happen on sure. the platform. Yeah. Um, but there, I mean, but there
0: are there are things you can do to separate your viewers, right? Like you can set your stream yeah. to mature. And that that requires an age verification thing, which obviously you know you can still get around that pretty easily, but it could discourage some people yeah um
1: and it it could it protects the streamer as well too yeah like i, I have mindset to mature, uh, mainly because I have a potty mouth,
0: yeah, you do it's terrible as, as i'm I'm mm-hmm. a perfectly normal, nice human being, and I don't cuss at all, so <laughs> so fuck you. Um. <laughs> uh yeah, the the thing about the age thing is a little stupid. Like yeah, it is. First of all, the army's not interested in 13-year-olds. What are they going to do with that? You know what they're interested in? 17, 18, 19-year-olds. That's what that's their target audience mm. if they're on Twitch, right? They want they're people that can sign up for high now. school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They don't care about the 13-year-olds that are watching them, and I'm pretty sure they would just ban them if they knew they were 13 because that kid's opinion's yeah. gonna change in five years. Like
1: Yeah. That's dumb. no matter no matter of uh curtailing you do. Um I, I don't know how many times I changed what I want to do from the age of 13 to 18. I went through so right. many career choices yeah. so quickly. Yeah. So, so they're
0: they're harping on this like age thing, like who gives a crap? No, the army doesn't give a crap. Why do you? Like that's not a thing. And then they're also they're acting like this is some big deal. I mean, it's new, which is interesting enough to write about, I guess. I mean, the Navy's is as yeah. new as January. I don't know how long the Army's been around. Um, you know, you're a little wary about uh, that being used as a recruiting tool. But the military's been doing this for decades. They, they have built a game. They have built multiple games. America's Army is an entire series of games built mm-hmm. by the Army. And that one was a blatant recruiting tool. They literally said, this is a recruiting tool.
1: It was first, actually, originally when it first came out, you got it for free by going to the recruiter's office, and then eventually it became a game you could buy as they kept yeah. making it. So, it, 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 it's just, I don't know. Somebody's it's so dumb bored bored and didn't know what to write about. I mean, this particular article, I take it with a grain of salt. I've never heard of the nation.com. Uh, this guy essentially starts off, his name is Jordan Yule. Um, I don't know who he is, and honestly, again, care about him as much as I care about this whole story. I I just wanted something to kind of joke about and go back and forth with JD on on this one. But um, he starts his article off of ha- "Have a nice time getting banned, my dude." Army recruiter and gamer Joshua, um, whatever his his tag, <laughs> told me right before he booted me from the U.S. Army's Twitch channel. It, it's like. JD and I talked about this earlier and in uh, the video that we watched, it was, I can't remember what we shared was, I think it was an article and he said that guy's just people do things like this just to troll and then in right. this case if, the guy, if this guy, is his job is writing um, he probably used this as an opportunity to get an edgy new story. Right,
0: that's, exact, that's exactly right. That's all this dude did was act like a douche troll to get banned on a Twitch channel Which I can do that. I get banned from Twitch channels all the time. And if you came into my channel talking about war crimes, I'd ban you. Because it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. No. Like if you went into Ninja's channel and started talking about, Oh, the U.S. committed war crimes. (laughs) (laughs) Then somebody would ban you. Because it's dumb. It's not even on topic. It is. (laughs) hmm like
1: yeah again, they would argue it's like well i was in the army's channel but but they're they're talking about games and answering military questions and right. you're just there to be a douchey troll to get your clicks i mean it worked i'm clicking it right now i'm reading it but it's <laughs> right yeah that's exactly <laughs> what it is an he needed page but... views.
0: yeah and and and, um, and he's not the only one they there was no. also an article talking about the army discord like army set up a discord oh, and they yeah. were using it as social media and people were going into the discord And actually having competitions with each other to see how fast they would get banned. And they were using the same kind of links, like linking to war crimes and stuff like that. And just getting banned. So no wonder the Twitch channel also does that. Like, this isn't some big scam conspiracy theory like, oh, we don't want you to talk about war crimes in here or whatever. It's, you're being an online troll. You're going to get banned like an online troll. (laughs) Like, it wouldn't matter
1: it. what channel it is you, right. you're trolling the channel you're going to get banned I, we had a podcast a couple of weeks ago and a guy was trolling me while we were podcasting and I banned him yeah. banning
0: Banning's just, super easy that, to do and people do it all the time for idiots and that guy was acting like an idiot but you know he's using this as some sort of hook that oh see this is the channel and it's full of propaganda but it's not full of propaganda it's full of guys that are literally being paid to play video games just like any streamer only only they get 19, paid far less because I'm pretty sure they don't get that money. Like they probably don't. They get the army paycheck based on their service, and whatever money they're earning off that Twitch stream is going to the army or going to the recruiting office or something. I would actually I, would I need to money. check. I actually followed
1: in fact they're live right now. The Army National Guard Twitch channels live right now. Right. I, I you know what I'm gonna go click that right quick um while we talk about this, but I don't even think you can give money to him because i guarantee twitch has an agreement with the military because jd's right the streamer can't get money for this right he's only going to get his army paycheck for doing this or yeah. her whoever your recruiter is um and the same thing with the esports teams they may get sponsorships but it's going to be like usaa or these military or a fees or it's it's not going to be yeah you can't subscribe to the channel and right. it has you can't even, check you can't even subscribe bigger, to it at all that's nope, there's no subscription button. Um, I mean, granted, this is the Army National Guard channel, and he only has five viewers.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, you might just not be affiliate yet. It could be. It could possibly <laughs> poor, be that poor Army National Guard. Some, yeah, they're, they're not the,
1: as cool. The rent-a-cop of the military. Yeah. Um. Uh, anyway, poor guy. Um. Uh, I I I'll try to see if I can look at the other channels. Yeah to see if maybe because they probably have a lot more viewers but uh see if they got a subscription of capabilities but i'd be surprised if they did and even if they did it probably went it goes straight to the army uh probably goes to the recruiting program has nothing nothing goes to the uh recruiter itself but one of the things i thought ironic especially about this particular article i'm writing about like jd said this guy is acting like this, this is all new and trivial but if you really think about it the army has a football team. The navy has a football team. In fact, the, one of the biggest games around Thanksgiving is what the army versus navy football game. Mm-hmm. Um, the Air force has a football team. Uh, they have a base. All the branches have baseball teams. They have basketball teams. It's not. It's, this is nothing new for the military to take advantage of something right. that's popular in the country. It happens.
0: Yeah. Um, and I feel. Uh, now, I feel like people writing these kind of articles really don't think about that. They don't really get no. it because. The army and the navy and the military in general—they're everywhere. I mean, that you know, there, there was, there's all this big hullabaloo about the national anthem at NFL games. But where, where do you think that started? From an agreement with the NFL and the army to play the national anthem at mm-hmm. football games? Like they're everywhere. They're, they're in all of our stuff. It's not, it's not that unusual to me that they would do this. And, and I, like I was telling Anthony, I was like. I, uh, where was the esports team seven years ago when I was still in the military? Because mm-hmm. I would have signed up on that in a heartbeat. Because let me tell you, it might it might seem, seem scummy to you to see army people playing games on Twitch, but to me, that would have been the dream job mm-hmm. while I was enlisted. I might have gone 20, 30 years if I could have stayed on the esports <laughs> yeah. team. And, and it's like the band, right? The Navy has a band. Uh, yeah. The army has a band. They all have bands. They're literally literally paying... Military members to play songs Me, in a band yeah. and travel around and playing playing songs and those guys in that band, they're basically in it for life. Like they they yeah, used to spend their they, whole that's career. A career. Yeah, so that's not that much of a leap from that to playing video games on, on a team. If you're good enough, you could probably do that for life for t- the twenty years until yeah. you retire.
1: I'm glad. I'm glad you brought up the band too, because the Air Force also, I'm sure the other branches have their own versions of this, but I've I'm only been in the Air Force, so I only know about the Air Force. But the Air yeah. Force has what's called Tops and Blues, and they play pop culture music. The, the, the bands tend to do more like classical, instrumental stuff, maybe some singing. Patriotic songs and stuff, but Tops and Blues—they they came out to my deployment uh, back in 2012, and they play Thriller, they played Bruno uh, Mars music, they they play music like that, and they also came out to Hampton, Virginia, in the Coliseum. So it was off base, so civilians could attend. So they do it. it this isn't abnormal. Now, is it kind of scummy and a joke? I was telling JD when we were talking in um, uh, in our Facebook chat. That I, I kind of see this as an old man trying to be hip and young to appeal to younger kids. Like it's like that pastor in a dying church trying to lure to the uh, younger kids yeah. to bring them back into church. And they they're so out of touch. They don't understand what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I view all this as. It's cheesy. It's funny. Now, again, like I said, I'm a streamer. I talk about being in the military all the time. Obviously we're talking about it right now. I'm not using it as a recruiting tool. That's kind of different. Yeah. People can accuse me of spreading propaganda for the military, but I, I make fun of it more than I actually talk good about it. And I, you'll hear me complain about it more than anything, which is the benefit of not rec- working for a military esports team. Cause you won't be able to bash the military when you work for the esports team. Um, but the, it's, it. The, Everything is just so funny to me, and especially in this day and age, where every time something bad happens, one of the first things uh, on a group of people say they blame violent video games. Every time a certain event happens, is go to violent video games, and then all the game lovers out there say it's not the video games, but the the, the 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 whole back and forth argument. Now you got people like this guy, who's probably on the side that violent video games don't do this to people. But now he's going to say military is using, because he uses the word propaganda in his article, is using the video game industry and Twitch as propaganda to, I don't know if he, he probably doesn't say brainwash. I didn't get to read the whole thing because I can only read so much. No, he doesn't use the word brainwash, but he that was used propaganda. In fact, the, the funniest thing to me, I don't know if you know who this is, Hassan Piker. He's the...
0: No, he's I, a, I see that name a lot, but I don't... I don't see
1: it he's the nephew of the chain yuger on the young turks oh uh, uh, okay
0: I don't know.
1: yeah well he he's a popular streamer and he does a lot of just chatting he hardly ever games but when, and he's usually talked about his agendas and stuff i'm not going to get into his political side of things but he they take a quote for him about the military using twitch and video games for recruiting And he talks about how they're using propaganda, which is ironically funny to me. Because if you listen to him talk, it's nothing but propaganda for things he supports and likes. That's all it is. And he's on Twitch with 430,000 users. So... The, it's like the pot the kettle black. I mean, you you can like take you or um, Hassan Piker all you want. You can I I really don't care about any of that. I just I find it ironic when people like these get all so up in arms right. about these things when they're yeah. doing exactly the same thing.
0: Exactly. Um, like and and really, you could even look at this article. Like this article is extremely biased against what the army is doing. So it is yes. it in its own way, its own propaganda for the views of the author and the site that it's published on. And so, like, just because something is different than you know what you believe in or what you expect, doesn't make it necessarily propaganda. Although, you know, I was a journalist in the Navy, and I will say, pretty much everything I did was some sort of
1: propaganda. (laughs) I mean, it happens. Everybody, everybody jokes about the Stars and Stripes being nothing but military propaganda. So, I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but don't you? It's really funny when you get up in arms about this thing, but you're just as guilty about it yeah um like Hassan Piker even goes on while an 18 year old might watch a piece of propaganda like American Sniper once in the movie theaters and go on with their lives here military members themselves are streaming hackwash. I, he's he's using fancy words
0: <laughs> well okay but and that's the thing like <laughs> yeah, what a yeah. weird stupid perspective to say that they might go see a piece of military propaganda like American Sniper which by the way was a pretty good movie um yeah, it was. so you know what's your problem with the American sniper and Bradley Cooper guy because I would date Bradley Cooper if I swung that way. Um <laughs> but but what what do you think you know Call of Duty like years of military based shooters like most shooters are military based Halo was a military based shooter like the USMCE
1: a, and the US Navy is what you're in in Halo and yeah.
0: Like like how is it how is it the army's fault that game developers are using what they've built over the years to create a game out of it? I don't think it is. I think it's just a perfect match for where the army can go. If you if you don't want yeah. the army in your video games, don't make video games about the army. Hmm? I don't see anybody yeah. advertising for the Navy on Splatoon Two. Like <laughs> it's so dumb.
1: And, and, I mean, they specifically mentioned Valorant. But okay, yeah, that's not a military game, but they, if you watch, like, the National Guard, all he streams, every time I see him pop on... Oh, actually, he's on Destiny 2 right now. Never mind, that defeats what I was about to say. I was going to say, he's always on Warzone, but he's on Destiny 2 today. Um, <laughs> oops. Oops. Um, but yeah, the video games have been military heavy for years, and now you yeah. want to worry about military propaganda and mil- right. military video games. Yeah, pre- um, yeah, Call, yeah that st- sense. That's- Call of Duty got started on World War II, and it right. was both historically accurate events in World War II. Yeah,
0: yeah, all, so, pretty much every Call of Duty game, even when it's like futuristic and completely made up, is still military esque. Like you know, you still have all the ranks and all that stuff, and. Anyway, so that's dumb. That's just a dumb argument altogether. You can't say, yeah. you can't talk about a movie being military propaganda oh. and then just completely ignore the fact that like 90% of video games are basically military propaganda if that's what counts as propaganda, right? Uh, so mm-hmm. that's a that's a dumb quote. Uh, the one thing, the only thing, so this, this part of the art- article bothers me in two ways. Uh one it's the only article that he doesn't provide any verification links for nope. it's the only part um so it's this part where he's talking about the giveaways in the army's channel he's saying oh, that yeah. uh he's saying that the giveaways link you to recruiting tools so i will say that if that's true that's pretty fucked up like yeah definitely if you I, I would say that doing giveaways at all is pretty messed up because they're just using those as a way to get people to their channel, which is essentially a recruiting tool. I'm not denying that it's not a recruiting tool. I'm just saying uh, the giveaways are kind of messed up to get people there, but it's a lot worse if those giveaways also force you to fill out forms to get army information and stuff like that. That's weird because a giveaway should just be a giveaway. Uh, Yeah. But my problem with it in the article is that he doesn't provide any proof of this. You would have to go to the army channel and watch for a giveaway to figure that out, which you know, who's going to do that. So I don't know if that's true or not. I can't say that it's true because he doesn't verify it with any sources, but I will say that it is kind of messed up if that's true.
1: Yeah, if it's true, it's definitely messed up. Like I said, the army and the military in general are not innocent in all this, but the right. a lot of the criticism being thrown at this stuff is very, in my opinion, on it, it's overinflated. They're going above and beyond just uh, like the whole war crimes thing. Um, That's a whole other topic. Yeah, I'm sure the military has done some pretty scummy things throughout history. There's no hiding that. Um, But yeah, actually, you know, I'm not even gonna go down that road. I'm gonna go back to the giveaway thing. Um, The giveaway thing, uh, they talk about using it as a recruiting tool and getting kids information so they can kind of target them more for recruiting in the future if they're too young or if they're about to become able to join the military. Name one company, organization, that doesn't give away and does not use that information to target for advertising in the future. The only difference is the reason why you're throwing a fit about this is because it's the military. Every company that does a giveaway is doing this to collect information on you to be able to do better advertising or target individuals for advertising. So I. I that argument alone is also, again, I get it. it's the military. You go to war, people die, you kill people. Nobody likes that stuff. But there are a lot of these companies and corporations do pretty scummy things with their information too. They gather through giveaways. So you, right. if you're going to criticize somebody for doing a giveaway, you need to criticize them all. Um, and again, with um, like JD said, if what he's saying is true, what the army is doing with their giveaways, it is pretty scummy and it needs to stop. It, it, it's they're not, again, they're not perfect for what they're doing. They, um, but again, accusing them saying they're targeting 13 year olds. Like JD said, you can't do anything with a 13 year old. They, even at 17, you can't do anything cause they need parental consent at the age of 17 to join. Cause I enlisted at 17 and I had to get my dad to sign off. And the only way my dad was willing to sign off cause originally he was going to go army is if I went air force. He said, if you go air force, I'll sign it. If you go army, you're going to have to wait till you're 18. So that's it's, it's yeah, a little typical. Yeah. Because it was in the height of the war, he I think it was oh, more he was more protecting didn't want, me.
0: Oh, he didn't yeah, want you to. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I joined he the navy because we were fighting in the desert. That worked yeah. out really well for me. <laughs> so
1: he he knew I still had the chance uh in the air force to end up in the desert, but to be in an active combat situation, it would be less than likely. Yeah. As opposed to the army. Your yeah, job you're pretty the dumb. Is- they
0: definitely would have made you infantry and you would have just been out there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I would have been out there on the front lines and probably made it a year and a half. But anyway, um, so... To use the argument of the age, yeah, okay, it's... chart. The, the military knows it's going to get a lot of young kids. Uh, another thing he was making fun of is the age of the streamers. The recruiter is usually a man in his 30s, sitting comfortably in his gamer chair inside a dimly lit room illuminated by a monitor in the colorful LED lights of his computer tower. Um, he, the guy probably streamed like that anyway. The in army is now just asking him to do it for work. So why does right. it matter?
0: Yeah, that's just... that's that's just a dude that was already doing this stuff, and the army's like, "Hey, what if you did it on our channel instead?" And he's like, "I guess if oh, I can do that instead of supply, <laughs> whatever yeah. I was doing, whatever I was doing before, like, let me on, ask, man. do I do, do
1: I deploy to the desert in this job? No, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: exactly, <laughs> yeah. So, so you're saying instead of going to Djibouti for six months or whatever, I can. Sit behind my screen and play video games. Okay. I'll do that. Like it's come everybody's on.
1: That's every ba- gamer's dream to be able to do it for yeah. a living.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. And and on and, in that way they're, you know, appealing to the gamers that are in the military to give them something more motivation to do military stuff. So, you know, that's good. I don't have a problem with that. I, I wonder I wonder if he's using his personal equipment or if the army hooked him up because i highly doubt the army hooked him up yeah i was gonna say it doesn't sound like something the army would do to to hook him up but you know maybe they had to give him some kind of gear i don't know
1: maybe they tried to give him gear and he's like this is a joke i can't game on this
0: (laughs) they give him him gear and it's like a 1990s apple computer you're like i can't stream on this guy (laughs) yeah they give him gear that's like in the back of the warehouse like, okay. They found
1: an office chair that's hidden in the warehouse covered <laughs> in spider webs. They're like, here, we got a gaming chair for you. And they spray paint orange on it to make yeah. it colorful. Oh, um, gosh. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't
0: th- they, I don't think you want to, I don't think the article really wants to be all that envious of the guy behind the computer because I'm pretty sure he's running <laughs> basically the bare minimum to, to do that.
1: Their, their LED lights that they're running is actually probably just lights they sprayed a thin <laughs> layer of spray paint on to make it shine colorful lights. Yeah. But and then he goes on to make fun of him about how they speak. He goes, despite being older than most of his young viewers, he speaks he speaks like them. And he has a quote: "It do be like that sometimes. We do have some great comp. One the it do be like that. You don't know how many forty year olds I hear in the military say that on the radio. Yeah, regular.
0: I'm perfectly. Aw- I am in my thirties and I'm perfectly aware of what that is. Like, yeah, this is such a stretch. What this dude is trying to say here. A a, a a recruiter typically a man is, first of all it's probably not a recruiter um uh, no recruiting is a very specific job in the military and he would actually have to get like stationed to a recruiting office to do that job so it's probably wherever the they do their esports thing it's probably just some random person that volunteered to do it um and second of all being in your 30s doesn't make you so old that you're completely out of touch with <laughs> internet culture you piece of crap what <laughs> what am I? Chop liver? Like come on, I know what an internet meme is. Like that's so dumb. I,
1: I joke around with my younger Aaron all the time and like I'll say something like sorry Kono, you know what that means? Like I'm not that old. I know what these work, I know these things mean. Um and, and he goes on, he, and the, the we do great comms. I love that because you know what military refers to communications on the regular as they refer to it as comms. This isn't young slang. This they say comms in the regular
0: line of work, right? Like, like there, if if your lingo was developed from a military-based video game, guess where your lingo probably originated? The military. The <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, it's oh, so it,
1: it, I mean, they get into the poor seeking and they, they get into poor communities seeking low incomes and there is criticism to be had there. I know sure. the military is known for. Yeah, but and on the flip side, again, I'm not justifying it. I've heard of some pretty scummy practices in these low income neighborhoods that the recruiters will use. Um, but on the flip side, you know how many airmen I've had that came for poor families and now have made a much better life for themselves? And they went to places like Japan and Turkey, served four years, got a college education, went back home and got a better paying job than they would have had. Now, again, I'm not. I'm not trying to convince people to join it because I'm a strong proponent. If the military is not for you, do not join, please do not join because the people like you that yeah. join and the military is not for you make my life as an NCO miserable. Cause I have mm-hmm. to deal with you bitching and planning every day at work. So please don't do that. I have five years left. I'm trying to get out and make it as easy as possible by the time I get out. So please don't do that. Um, And there's no shame. The military is not for everybody. I've had people look at me. It's like, oh, I would have joined if it's like, why are you ashamed of that? The military is not for you. My wife's a nurse. I tell her all the time. I cannot be a nurse. There's no way in hell I can be a nurse. Cause if I go to be a nurse at the hospital, I'll probably end up slapping a patient. Yeah. So (laughs) I can't do that. The crap she deals with every day. She can't say a word or she can get a lawsuit against her. In the military, I'm able to actually speak my mind a little bit and be a little, like, talk back if I do it well. In the medical field, you can't do that because it's all about patient care, bedside manner. I can't do that stuff. I don't have that patience. So there's it, no shame in not being in the military. Um,
0: yeah, and let me so, tell you, I am the first person to talk people out of joining the military. <laughs> I do not recommend joining the military. I did not have a good time. I was in for seven years. It was not fantastic. I probably wouldn't do it again if I went back in time. But that being said, I do actually think there are legit reasons for joining the military. Yeah. I do think that the post 9-11 GI Bill is one of the best ways to pay for college if you can't afford it. It's uh, It's actually really amazing, especially the way it's set up now. When I first joined, it was a recruiting scam because it was a bunch of bull crap because they told me I'd get 50000 which isn't even enough to pay for like a semester of college these days, but they mm. changed it and it's better. Uh, I also think it's great for people who aren't citizens, immigrants. It is uh, joining the military is it, it's one of the easiest ways to become uh, a citizen, yes, and they will basically pay you to wait your time out to become a citizen. Right, that's what they're doing. They're giving you a paycheck and a yep. place to sleep, and they will help you get your citizenship. Like I think that's great, uh, and yeah, oh, like boy, you said, a lot of poor people have joined, and I know, and I know that there are crappy recruiting practices that happen Mm. with the military. I a hundred percent agree with that, but I also a hundred percent agree with a lot of these guys join and they end up a lot better off than where, where they Mm. were. Uh, they end up with financial security, with a job when they get out with the ability to take care of themselves and take care of their family members. Uh, some, some guys are given the choice between drugs are, are they get caught with drugs or whatever and they're given the choice between join the military or go to jail and they chose the military that's generally a better option than jail uh mm-hmm. so uh yeah i that's- i i understand that they're the military recruiting they lied to me i mean i joined i was in for 7 yeah. years i served my time honorably i had a good time i met some idiot people like this guy over here uh and and i got out And they lied to me. My recruiters lied to me. They were dumb. My recruiter was dumb. He was dummy. I
1: I got lucky with my recruiter. He was a former Marine. And he literally, I asked him, I was like, he goes, here's your job selection. I was like, what's this? He goes, how the hell do I know? I was a, I guarded nukes in the Marines. Now I work on nukes and now I'm a recruiter. I don't know what that is. (laughs) He (laughs) straight up told me, he goes, it's probably going to suck. I'm just going to tell (laughs) you.
0: Yeah, well, that's good. uh, That's nice.
1: Most recruiters aren't that blunt because they need, um, I have a right. friend of mine that just got stationed here who was a recruiter. He got forced to be a recruiter, hated it because he couldn't keep his numbers up. And they are very harsh on people if you can't keep your numbers up. Yeah. But, um, JD mentioned the in- immigrant part, um, uh, which is funny because he actually criticizes the fact they target undocumented living in fear. Um, and yeah, they may do that. But again, I, there's a guy, he's from Africa. Earned his citizenship. And you know what? The minimum, if you don't earn your citizenship, after two years, you have to get out because you're not allowed to have a security clearance Mm -hmm. if you're not a citizen. Mm -hmm. And if you don't get your citizenship, you're no good to the military because they can't give you a clearance. So you got to get out after two years. They won't let you serve more than two years. So, um, yeah, you can do a a lot of harm. can happen in two years. Yeah. (laughs) Depending on your job, and where you go. But... um, Yeah, there's definitely a risk. But...
0: But but I, I one of my favorite things to cover as a journalist in the Navy was the um, citizenship events and they happened all the time. Mm-hmm. your citizenship for one thing for one thing it gets rushed there are people civilians it um, years take years to become citizens. you can get it in two years in the military compared to like a decade for some of these people. Mm-hmm uh and
1: thousands of dollars if i remember correctly right yeah it takes a lot of money
0: and the military will pay for it and then they will pay you and then they will feed you and clothe you and give you a place to sleep like i i i understand i understand the negativity towards some of this Mm -hmm. stuff and that it feels scummy to target people who don't have a choice or are Lacking options. In a bad situation. Yeah. But in some circumstances, it's actually really, really, really good. Uh yeah, they and they push dozens of people through the citizenship citizenship stuff every year. Just just sixty people all getting citizenships all at once. You don't see that anywhere else except the military. Mm-hmm. Uh so so you know, I, I get that there is an argument on one side, but there's also an argument on the other side and and i am very much against people joining the military uh so yeah
1: so he when makes I, fun of it all the time yeah you've heard us in a bad past podcast he makes fun of me for still being in
0: yeah so yeah it's stupid that they're still in it's a dumb it's a dumb place to be but it's good for some people so
1: i'm and, yeah and the last example, because I, I just realized we were like 50 minutes in, and we, have, we were still on our first topic. <laughs> this, so I'm going to say this real quick and let JD have any final mo- words he wants to have before we move on to the next topic. But uh, uh, he also mentioned, up, like you said, people in bad situations, like either they get involved with drugs or they don't have the money, they come from a poor family, or maybe even a bad family. Um, Ivan Airman just got here not that long ago. He, wh- We had to do feedbacks. Uh, tell them what we expect from them. If they want a good review, if they want to get awards and decorations and all that stuff, what we, they need to do to get that. And one part of that feedback, it, we are supposed to ask them what their goals and why they joined. And I, I hate it. I don't think it should be a requirement. If you, the, cause the air force is big on trying to get people to get to know their troops. I think if you are enabled to naturally get to know your troop, you're a crappy supervisor. If the air force has to tell you to do it, that's a problem. So I don't go off the form they give me. I actually push it aside and we just talk. And I asked him, why did you join? And he's very closed off. He doesn't like people in his business, which I understand. And I don't pry because I don't like there's certain things. I don't want people to know about me in the military. I want them to stay out of that part of my life. The military's has taken enough of my life for me already. They don't need more. So I understand where he's coming from. Um, I asked him, I said, why did you join? I said, don't go into detail. If you're uncomfortable, if you want to just give me the bare minimum. that's fine. And all he said is I wanted to prove to my cousins you can make a better life for yourself. And he goes, I want to take this opportunity and show that there's a way out of a bad situation. And I told him, I respect that. That's a good reason to join. And he's a smart kid. He's a very smart kid. He knew exactly what he's doing. Unfortunately, yes, there are the some that aren't that smart and they get suckered into it by the military, but he knew exactly what he's doing. And the military provides his opportunity. I don't know what his family situation is. I don't need to know, but he made it clear to him that he's got family members in a bad situation. And you want to prove that it's, it isn't the end. You, there are ways out and this is one of them. I
0: think, I think we can both agree that there are some scummy elements yeah. to the military using Twitch, but they're not scummy elements that are any different than anything that the military has been using for decades. It's not anything new they're not stealing kids mm-hmm. to create little thirteen-year-old soldier armies, uh, you know. It's it's just recruiting, and it's and there's some good sides to that too. I feel like the article was extremely biased against that, and and I and oh, if yeah. you know me, yeah. then you know that I I'm not talking out of my ass here just to blindly support the military when I say that. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, all right, let's move on. Uh, the only gaming news we have this week is the Ubisoft Forward event. Uh, for those of you that aren't aware, usually around this time or more in June, early July, I think, is E3, which is the big mm-hmm. gaming expo. But obviously that was canceled because of COVID. And so companies have have been scrambling to do their own little events. We saw the PS5 reveal a couple weeks ago. Saw Xbox before that. Um, and Ubisoft Forward is their non-E3, E3 event uh, where they talk about all the Ubisoft games. Mm-hmm. Um and they showed off some that we've already heard about like we talked about, did we talk about Hyperscape before? I don't know if we did
1: we, I think we mentioned it in passing I don't think we really got into detail
0: about it uh, Ubisoft re- had already revealed the tech test for their Hyperscape Battle Royale game which <laughs> looks pretty fun and so they dived into the, There's, I guess there's going to be a single player story component to it as well when it fully releases really? So that's what their trailer showed off was some of the story trailer
1: um, But Fortnite tried that and that failed miserably they ended up resorting completely on their Battle
0: Royale yeah okay yeah Yeah. anyway we'll we'll see how that works we'll see how they implement that with uh, if it'll be separate if it'll be the same i don't know uh they also showed off a lot more of assassin's creed valhalla and can i say one of the cool things about this uh trailer that they showed off is that you can do raids so you have like a viking longboat and you can build a crew for it and then you swim up river and you find like an english village and you all jump out and plunder the village (laughs) and kill everybody (laughs) and take all their stuff back and then you can build a settlement with like blacksmiths and stuff like that, I think that's really cool. That looks really fun. Uh, I was yeah. already looking forward to this game just because I like the setting, and it looks it looks bloodier and like a little darker as far as the violence goes. Um, Compared to past Assassin's Creeds, yeah, yeah. So I think I think that'll be I think that'll be a fun game. I'm looking forward to that one. I don't care too much about Hyperscape. If you're into battle royals, I'm I'm sure you like it. Uh, why don't you talk um, about Watch Dogs? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to mainly
1: make fun of Watch Dogs. Yeah. I enjoyed the concept of the first Watch Dogs. It had a good concept, but I think it was poorly executed. The fact that you can raid other people's games and hack things and mess with them in the middle of the game. And they had so much time to find out before it was too late and stop. You it was a cool concept, but I think that was the only memorable thing from the entire game that stuck out to me. Unfortunately though, I had to stop it. Cause it literally it was like one point every five minutes, somebody raided my game and I couldn't finish my mission because somebody kept it hacking me. Mm-hmm. So, that but sucks. it. it, it it was a fun concept, and I am a sucker for open-world games. I love the fact that you can just free roam, go anywhere, do anything you want, and they're fun. Uh, Assassin's Creed, I like this. This was technically a high-tech version of Assassin's Creed, a little less sneaking, um, but you could if you wanted to. Uh, there was a lot of gunplay, but and I didn't think it did well enough for a second one. Apparently, it has done well enough for a third one with Watch Dogs Legions. Um, oh, yeah. I've heard a lot of people say it looks pretty. Um, unfortunately, that's an ongoing theme in games today. They always look pretty, but then they're poorly executed with or with crappy stories or both. Yeah. So, um, my biggest thing I wanted to talk about with Assassin's Creed Legion or Watchdogs, I'm sorry, Watchdog Legions um, is <laughs> at 1080p. Apparently, it's already failing to hit 30 frames per second. And in this day and age, that's a huge deal. Um, people get upset if they are, can only hit 60 frames per second these days. So, um, people hate frame caps in their video games, especially in the PC gaming, console gaming, they're usually capped out at 30 to 60 anyway. So console gamers, uh, the new gens I heard are supposed to do better, but current gen console gamers are probably like, whatever we're used to this anyway. What's the big deal? Why are you guys crying about it? Well, one, we're PC master race. We only expect the finest from our games. Yeah. even if our ray can't can't handle it we want to know we have the ability if we want to do it
0: that's basically like um, the primary difference between pc and console too is that consoles don't even realize that they're being handicapped like they're literally yeah. being held back and they don't even know but on pc our frames are free they're everywhere mm-hmm. we have a million frames per second if we want to
1: but anyway and well even well, like with Xbox One i think PlayStation did it too um, uh, when they finally did 4K capabilities with the F- Xbox One X, it wasn't true 4K. They did something weird with the pixels right. to make it appear as 4K. Yeah. And everybody's like, this is so amazing, and the PC gamers are like, what are you excited about? This is garbage. But anyway, the, the, before this comes with console bashing, um, it's just, it's ironic. Um, now there are people who are fan of the franchise. In fact, there's one in a Discord group I'm with. He's actually excited about playing it and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if he likes it, that's fine. But again, in a big gaming company like Ubisoft, you would expect better from them. But they seem to constantly be making these steps back instead of forward.
0: Um, yeah, I another Watchtogs was always was always interesting to me. Like I really wanted it yeah. to be cool because it the idea that you could like hack the stoplights and hack people's phones and and change you know security stuff when you're going into a building. I thought that was all really neat. Yeah, it just it. I don't know. It just didn't gel right in the first game. And I never even bothered to play the second one because the first one bored me so much. Um, hopefully they get it right the third time around. This is their
1: chance. Apparently, again, they didn't do it too bad because they, they're warranting a third one. Yeah, there's a guy riding a drone in this Watch Dogs video and he's shooting people with nail guns.
0: So uh, the last big thing that they showed was the Far Cry 6 uh, reveal trailer, which we all knew Far Cry mm-hmm. 6 was coming because it's Compared to Watchdogs, Far Cry is way more popular. I think um, it is. I was I was super excited to see that they've got the guy that's uh, he's the bad guy in Breaking Bad, and he was at the end of Mandalorian. Uh, the I don't know his name, but but I like that guy. I think he's great. So mm-hmm. he's going to be the main villain, and he looks pretty dark, pretty evil. So that's he makes his kid hold a grenade and run through the trailers. Yeah, so. I'm
1: watching that part right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, Far Cry looks like it'll be fun. I've always enjoyed those games. I haven't played one in a while. I think the last one I played was Far Cry Primal, I want to say. So Far Cry 6 is coming out, So and there's a reveal trailer. We'll have links in the podcast description, so you can go check out all these trailers for Assassin's Creed, Hyperscape, Watch Dogs Legion, all of it. Um, all right, let's move on. That that's enough, mm. Ubisoft. Uh, our last topic, <laughs> our last topic, funny. is news that literally just happened. It had, in fact, it's still kind of going on going right on. now. Um, Twitter was hacked, and Twitter was hacked in a big way. Um, yeah. This is not your usual. I yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. This is not your usual hack. Uh, in fact, in fact, from what I can tell. It's not actually a hack. Somebody got the, some sort of internal employee panel that Twitter employees use. And he was using that to manipulate stuff. Um, I'm not sure exactly how that works. Mm. Uh, but basically it gave him the ability to take over all these accounts and it gave him the ability to avoid being stopped. So they would delete his tweet and try to regain the account and he would just take it back and tweet again. Uh, (laughs) And so, and he was doing that and, and, okay, so let's break it down. So the, this guy took over a bunch of really famous Twitter accounts. We're not talking about like my Twitter account that has 70 followers. Mm -hmm. We're talking about uh, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, Apple, Uber, uh, who else? Cash app, App, uh, Jeff Bezos, Kim Kardashian, uh, YouTube's Mr. Beast, Wendy's. (laughs) <laughs> like all of these like big Wiz khalifa warren buffett mike bloomberg i'm looking at all the names bill gates, bill gates. And, and like I mean, all the what? all the bitcoin stuff like all the um like crypto what a, cryptocurrency main accounts he took over all those too Um uh, and and like so many of them and he posted the same thing on all of them he just said he just said that he was going to if anybody sent him money, sent him Bitcoin to the address that he had in the tweet, that he would send them double the money back, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Nobody's going to do that. But uh, so he posted that same thing on all the accounts. And some people were dumb enough to send him Bitcoin, by the way. Um, and <laughs> and he kept and he just kept doing it and he did it for a long time. And it got to the point where Twitter couldn't stop him. So they shut down all verified accounts. All of them across across Twitter. <laughs> If you had a blue check mark, you could not tweet, and and they were slowly reopening them. But even as we started this podcast, I saw that there were still verified accounts who couldn't tweet. <laughs> That's insane! It's insane that that was. Well, first of all, it's insane that Twitter has that button. Can we talk about that? What yeah, they that have a, a button somewhere that says disable all accounts, like. Mm. That's scary. They're getting, they're getting ready for a purge. Yeah, That's what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, the, the whole well, thing uh, is just crazy. They,
1: the article I got is from ABC News. They got a screenshot of Joe Biden. says, I'm giving back to the community. All Bitcoin <laughs> sent to the address below will be sent back doubled. If you spend send 1000 I will send 2000 back. Only yeah. doing this for 30 minutes. That sounds like a scam. I don't care if it came right. from a verified person. That sounds like a scam from the
0: start. Yeah, exactly. Like like i get that some people are like falling for it because it's a verified account and 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 to be fair the first time i saw it was bill gates and i kind of actually when i first read it i was like oh i could kind of see bill gates doing that but then it it's so fishy like it's so suspect um and it yeah it's so weird <laughs> it's weird that this guy had access to all these accounts and that's all he did he didn't actually do anything else he could have like revealed their dms or like gone through their, their profile history or something, but he didn't do that. Um, yeah, so that, that thing's crazy. And uh, let me check this out real quick because I actually saved the Bitcoin address and I've been checking it out on blockchain Explorer to see how much it's gotten and Mm -hmm. it is currently up to 12.86 Bitcoin, which doesn't sound like a a lot until you realize that one Bitcoin is worth like $9,200 right now. So. People were dumb enough to send him Bitcoin to send a hacker on Twitter that everybody knows is hacking it because the whole site got shut down. They're dumb enough to send him Bitcoin and he is, and that's, that's worth about $118,000 right now. So Mm -hmm. not, not a bad take for a hacker on a Wednesday afternoon. Um, but this is big. Like, like we're only seeing it as it's happening right now. But I think tomorrow, in the next few days, we're going to see a lot more about how Twitter can prevent this from happening again, uh, what people with verified accounts should be worried about or afraid of. I know I've already gotten uh, notified by my work that they have changed our passwords and redone our security, uh, and we're, we're not even that big, you know? Uh, so <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Um, the only thing
1: are they positive is an outside source and not like a disgruntled employee that just probably sits through it
0: and didn't care about his career anymore yeah but in the I past they, they... i have seen i have seen stories of hackers who have gotten access to accounts by bribing employees uh, so i'm curious if he got access to this twitter backend stuff by bribing an employee or doing something like that. Yeah, it could be a two. it
1: too. Yeah. It could have been like an outside inside job. Like he, yeah, he got to an employee somehow. I um, say like, I'll give you a percentage of the cut I get from the Bitcoin scam I got. I'm gonna run off these a- accounts. I mean, you even got AOC tweeting, Hey everyone, there seems to be a large Twitter attack right now targeting large accounts. Please be vigilant about any Bitcoin scams and do not click on any suspicious links. I, I see, okay maybe I'm just being harsh on people that fell on the, fell for this. But even when I see Twitter accounts tweet the next three people in the next 30 minutes, people retweet, I'll give a hundred dollars away to those who
0: retweet. I know. Yeah. Who's that guy on Twitter that does that a lot? Like yeah. all he ever does is tweet about how he's giving money away. And so I've retweeted him a couple of times just to see what happens. I forget his name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really hard to believe that stuff. And it's, it's a, Doubly hard to believe it when it's coming from Joe Biden. Like, <laughs> it's weird. the The whole thing was weird, and it's weird that people gave him money.
1: That um, is, and it's and it, it, the only presidential candidate that talked about giving away money, and it was in a just in a just way. Was Andrew Yang, and he said Yang bucks. I will give away right. a thousand yeah. Yang bucks. Yeah. So, I don't know oh. why they would think. of...
0: The other thing this guy was doing was. Since he had full access to their accounts, he was changing their email addresses and stuff like that so they couldn't regain access to them. I like this guy. He's whatever. I don't know who it is. I don't know what he's doing, but it's funny. Uh, He had fun with it. He didn't seem to do any harm. He just tweeted out. He earned earned a couple bucks uh, from stupid people, (laughs) and he took over a few accounts. Uh, So it's it's definitely going to be interesting. Twitter's going to change a lot of stuff about how they manage accounts and how they can prevent this kind of thing happening. Uh, so we'll definitely see more it's, about this.
1: They're, they're going to have no choice to because yeah.
0: this, this is big. This
1: is actually, they're going to lose a lot of faith from its users because of this. Yeah. Because this is a pretty big deal. Because like you said, he didn't necessarily hack. He just somehow got a hold of a panel that allowed him to access these things. Um, so a lot of them changed passwords, tweet in their name, or change emails, tweet in their name, And then not only that, it revealed Twitter, like JD said, apparently has a button to disable all accounts by the button or click or something. So this is, this, this isn't good for Twitter. This is not a good look for Twitter. I remember when Sony had had a lot of issues with their PlayStation store on their uh, Sony accounts and a lot of people were very skeptical about signing back up on their PS live network or whatever. I can't remember what they call there version of xbox live uh the psn or something like that
0: yeah if you're dumb enough to give somebody like that your money you deserve to lose your money and and you're not getting it back either like bitcoin's not going to go out of their way to to change one hundred eighteen thousand dollars. like some cryptocurrencies have lost like 200 million dollars and they still haven't changed things so uh yeah you're you're screwed and you deserve it uh, but and yeah, it
1: should have been a red flag because he did this across all verified checkmark accounts. And these are big accounts. Like JD said, like Obama about has people with like
0: millions of viewers. Yeah.
1: And but, it should have been a red flag. Cause it, like I follow almost every, not almost every single one. I follow a lot of these people that are listed. Yeah. It would have been fishy to me. I, I haven't been on that side of my, I have two Twitter accounts. I haven't been on that side of my Twitter account. But if i was and i saw, hey biden says he's gonna double my bitcoin wait so is obama so is elon musk why are these people doubling my bitcoin yeah this isn't right they all can't be trying to double my bitcoin right now
0: it's definitely weird um yeah so, so whatever you're you're dumb if you sent money to those accounts pretty funny that that guy hacked all these accounts just to get Bitcoin. Uh, hopefully he got his payday, man. If he just transfers all that out and it sells it out and moves, mean, to, yeah. moves to moves to Tahiti or something, you're good, man. Uh, the anyway. most that
1: can happen now is Twitter just changes security. That's all they can really do and say, I'm sorry. That's it. And if a, an employee was involved, fire him. So that's uh, as far as that can go. Yeah, pretty much. So,
0: all right. That's it for us. That's it for the topics. Be sure to follow us uh, on Twitter. We keep our, our Twitter handles in the description of the podcast. You can also use hashtag NTWP if you ever want to talk to us about whatever there's gaming news or military news you wanna you wanna post, you have questions you wanna ask, just hashtag NTWP or tag one of us and we will get back to you. Um, mm-hmm. but other than that, I guess that's it. We'll see you next week for episode nineteen. Have fun.